Hello everyone, welcome to the show. How you doing? It's Monday, 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 Monday. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Steve. Um, this is the way home. This is where, a podcast where I talk about things as I'm driving home. Uh, yes, I can do two things at once. I'm pretty good at it. As long as I'm not looking at my cell phone, which I do not do, because that's illegal, and I am a somewhat lawful person, uh, I, I, you know, I could do, I could do both things at the same time. Anyway, uh, so what do we got going on? We got a lot of stuff going on. Uh, it was a busy weekend. Uh, I said I was going to do like maybe a quick show on Monday or not Monday, uh, on Saturday or Sunday or maybe Friday, but you know, I, I recorded stuff. I was like, eh, I don't like what I'm talking about. Uh, the tone, I really don't like the demeanor. I'm just, I'm over it and I will return on Monday. Like I said, so we got that going on. Um, and you know, what a Monday it is. A lot of people are, uh, not working, uh, surprisingly enough. Uh, the virus has continued its hold, and, um, so far I've been pretty good. I haven't really, uh, been sick at all. I mean, allergies are kind of a thing right now, so I'm kind of dealing with that a little bit here there. Uh, but besides that, I really can't complain about anything. I don't know anyone who's got it. Um, I've been relatively inside all the time, playing my games, keep it to myself, writing some stuff, and, uh, that, that's what I've been, that's where I've been at. Sounds pretty good, so let's just hopefully make sure that keeps on rolling, you know, let the good times roll, as they say. Um, and that's all I got for you, uh, at least on that. Over the weekend, though, let's see, Monday, Monday, Monday. Uh, I played Neo 2 a little bit over the weekend, having a kid kind of put the stop to my game playing here or there, but I'm okay with that. I'll take a, it took a long time for me to finish this game anyway. Um, it, it's difficult to speak, but it's going to take even longer for me to finish it due to, uh, said difficulty. But, you know, that's how it is with these games. Now, Neo 2, it's interesting. Uh, it does a lot of things different and a lot of things the same. Uh, I, I would say even split down the middle. Um, the game is pretty much... And, and, and my wife saw it too, because uh, she asked. Um, it, it, it's it's feudal Dark Souls. That's it. That's all I can say about it. It's feudal Dark Souls, um, and it builds a lot upon the first game, which I really like. Um, if you're a company that's making a sequel to a game, this is a, the best example you can give of how to do a sequel properly, where you keep a lot of the stuff the same but you're just adding different concepts on top of it instead of changing them completely uh that's the one thing i really do like a lot about neo 2 uh i'll talk about other stuff later but the the things i really liked about it combat still feels tight it's great um no problems with that whatsoever uh the second thing i i liked about it is that the more you use a certain weapon Yes, this, you build fam, uh, familiarity with it. I don't know how to say that correctly. But you get familiar with the weapon, and it does more damage because you've had experience with it, which is a really cool concept. Uh, but to kind of sweeten that whole deal is the uh, the whole idea that the more you use the weapon, the more skill you, you're gaining in it. So the more type of weapon you use, you, you actually gain ability points and stuff, and you can actually increase your power. What I don't like is the fact that this increase... Uh, does have kind of like a back, like it, it does have a ceiling. Uh, 
So what happens is you, you can gain a lot of points in using a specific weapon. Uh, and then when it comes time to, to gain a certain ability, you might not be able to gain it because you, you have to beat a certain mission or unlock something to gain the next tier of that ability, which I guess it's okay. Um, it, it's just like, it's kind of weird. I really kind of don't like it because there's some people like me who are kind of, I don't want to say unskilled, but man, I'm up there in age. I can't be playing these games forever. Um, you know, that difficulty curve is hard, and I can talk about that later. Um, but these abilities you don't get full access to. So certain things you want to get, you have to kind of wait it out. You know, you have to kind of continuously do things. Uh, the different jits, jutsus and stuff, same thing. You got to keep on using them to gain skill points and then to unlock the other ones. So you have to constantly use it. And if you don't use it, you lose it. I don't know. Um, so that's kind of what I'm, I'm going back and forth on. I like the system because it really lends itself to what you're doing. I kind of don't like the system at the same time because um, me changing a stance or changing a weapon type uh, will hampen my abilities. You know, like, I already have so many points in dual swords. Why would I change to another weapon? So that, that system kind of keeps me from exploring other options. Um, but besides that, combat's tight, man. It's really good. Um, I feel powerful, in a sense. Like, uh, some of these abilities in the different stances, high, low, medium, um, they really lend itself to the combat style, and they, there's a lot of cool extra stuff to it. Uh, different, uh, like enhanced abilities and whatnot. Uh, there's this attack that I, I gain where if I hit a, the triangle as I'm after square, I do my light attack, I do a heavy attack at the end of my combo, I jump into the air and appear behind the person. Uh, which is like awesome. It's such a cool move. Um, other stuff that's changed, you kind of have a, an Oni attribute now where you kind of have this um, ghastly-like figure that pops up uh, when you hold the R2 button. You, know, you get these horns that glow. And you can customize your character, by the way. I really like that. Make them look however you want. And even after the fact, you can still continue to customize them and look, look change the appearance. Uh, as for the, the horns and stuff, you can change that too. You can kind of change some of the aspects of your, your demon style. Because when you hit two buttons at the same time, you become the demon mode. Like you had in the first one, but it wasn't demon, whatever. But you get the special abilities. You get your health does and stamina don't deplete instead of it's a bar which depletes over time uh and depletes with every attack so that's cool i really like that you build that you know the killing enemies you build that up but also and here's like the pokemon-esque style or persona style of gameplay here is that certain uh yukai and onis and stuff they will drop souls or certain enemies uh will drop souls and you gather those souls and you can turn them into abilities that when you hold R2, you can tie to your light attack and your heavy attack. And each soul does a different thing, which is pretty awesome. I actually really like that. Uh, and then, by the way, the circle button will allow you to do this a counter move. Like, enemies do burst moves. So you do the counter move and it ends the burst and it gives you, like, a window of opportunity to exploit a weakness. It sounds like a lot. Because it is. And unfortunately with the burst moves, um, 
you do have to be kind of close to the enemies, so you know distance does become an issue. And some enemies, their burst move really catches you off guard a lot because uh, they're so fast. So you get the you have to be prepared all the time, which sucks. But I mean, what else can you do, right? Uh, so that is, that is definitely something that has been flowing through my mind when I play this game is the, the space between button presses, uh, the iframes and, and whatnot. Uh, although I have succumbed to the medium armor build so I can have the best maneuverability while also maintaining a decent amount of armor, uh, which also the game helps you focus on when it comes to skill points and whatnot and what you should be investing in. So... That, that's something that I've been I've been toying around with in the game. I've been getting my ass kicked on level two, the actual level two. The, there's um, you, you play the first level and it, it was hard. It took me about two and a half hours to beat, maybe two, uh, between situations. Uh, but once I got that, I was like, all right, I kind of get the hang of this and I'm understanding things. I, I went back and redid the level, and that's kind of what I do with these games. Is uh, it was much easier to do it with um, with this game than it was other games in the past, so like Dark Souls and Bloodborne. Because each level is actually, you know, a level. They're, they're all self-contained kind of things. Little environments that you go to, you kind of beat through, and once you're beat, you go to the next area. Just like, uh, just like um, Neo 1, the first game. So that, that's what I've been doing. I, I play the first level as kind of a bar. You'd be like, okay, how powerful am I? Well, I'm killing enemies in one hit instead of three or four. Okay, that's, that's good. And then I'll, on top of that, I, I still get rewards that I can sell for... Uh, different currencies and whatnot. Uh, but right now, level two, I have a feeling it's going to open up a forge since that's where the whole level is, and I'm trying to beat it. But the boss and the level, but the enemies I, I've gotten pretty good on. I've taken out some of the enemies pretty smoothly, except some of the Onis. Some of the Onis are so fucking hard, and it's interesting to me that it, games like that, but some of the Onis, man, they're too freaking hard. Almost impossible to beat some of them. Um, and then when it came to the boss, the boss is like, handing my ass to me constantly. So I'm finding myself going back to the past levels and just doing them over and over and over again because I can't beat some of this stuff, man. It's really hard. So and, and I don't know if it's a get-good situation or not, but that's kind of what I'm facing. Otherwise, if you like games like this, Neo 2 is definitely a solid buy. It improves on everything. Um, and I, you know, even though I get my ass kicked, man, I'm still loving it. It's a challenge, and I, I welcome it. Now, another thing I really want to talk about today is Microsoft dropping a shit ton, a literal shit ton of information about the Xbox Series X. And I'm just, wow, we finally got full specs. We finally got full specs. And, um, I mean, it's going to sound like gibberish. Um, and I don't understand everything about it because a lot of it, a lot of the articles, you know, they're kind of talking in almost like a foreign language. It's it's crazy. I get it. The te- the details are really important. It's 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 good to understand all the information why it's relative to each other. Um, but it's an eight core CPU that we're working on at three point eight uh, gigahertz, which is damn good. Um, it's got a processor that runs, I think it's, uh, or a GPU that runs at 10, 10 gigahertz or something like that. I, I, once again, I'm kind of, meh. 
Uh, you got 16 gigabytes of RAM, a memory, and that's at a, like a, a 10 gig. Excuse me, sorry, a little gassy here. It's got a 10 gig like transfer rate. All this shit, man. It's just everything's just piling up, piling up, piling up. And I'm like, damn, this is all really interesting. This is all really cool. Uh, I'm I'm just thoroughly. And then I'm looking at this stuff, and all I can think about is the price tag. Like, all right, cool. You got one of the most powerful processors on the market. Uh, that's a higher price tag. 16 gigs of RAM. Oof. That's that's a, more than the price tag. Now, this thing is that the system is twice as powerful as the Xbox One X. They even did video comparison tech demos where they showed you both systems playing certain games. And oof. Talk about difference. Talk about quality difference, speed difference. It's it's amazing. It, it's kind of it's kind of jaw dropping how fast this system is in comparison to the One X. And I thought that system was pretty all right, but damn, like this is crazy. Now, price is going to be important. I'm I'm guessing six hundred, man. After looking at those specs and seeing what they're doing with when it comes to ray tracing, uh, the the extra port on the back for some sort of different type of hard drive memory stick kind of a situation memory cards are coming back i guess um but looking at all this information it's making me kind of go like damn like this is <laughs> like this is going to be a 600 dollars system i can't see how i i really can't see how it's not going to be like if th- those specs are pretty good i mean not pretty good but they're for a console the problem is that consoles they're outdated before they're even released in the general public so uh, I think right now concurrently speaking I think these specs line up the most with a typical average PC game player Uh, so I I really think that it does lend themselves I think they're looking at longevity here there's no way you release a system like this first of all for cheaper than $600 without also having the concept of having this last longer than the typical four years yeah, sure, in four years we're going to see update graphics cards and stuff like that. And PC market will be in the same place it's always been, where upgrading has always been a priority in that market. But the, this, this system seems to be aiming for longevity. Um, and the One X, the Series X, I'm sorry, the, the Xbox One X, even though that's a great system, I own one myself and I love it, and it's fast, it's quick, um, the Series X looks like it's going to be that gigantic jump from modern to next gen that everyone's been looking for. So that that's something I'm thinking about. That's something that I'm, I'm wondering. And now it's kind of, the fact that Microsoft's coming out and kind of showing you more about the system, what it's doing, the tech demos of the loading times, as well as the multiple game suspension mode. Um, I don't know, man. Microsoft looks like it's kind of, even though I, I own an Xbox, it's making me want this system. It's really doing that, and that that's impressive. Uh, even though I'm pretty, um, I, I'm <laughs> I kind of flow, I kind of bend like paper when it comes to this stuff. I, I love to have all the new shit, uh, but this is really making me want to invest more in Microsoft's market than what PlayStation might do. Because here's the whole thing now. Now the ball's being thrown in the courtroom in the court. You know, like they're bound like. Microsoft's just dribbling the ball, taking shots, you know? It, it, it's And then Sony's kind of just standing there, just waiting it out. 
And I don't know if they're, they're just going to do some cocaine and all of a sudden, like, woo, like we're back to it. I don't know what, what Sony's got planned. So I think it's important to know that um, Sony has still yet to confirm their specs. Were they waiting for Microsoft to confirm first before they did? Uh, probably. We already know a lot of details, though. We already know that AMD is going to be the main processor in both systems, which makes sense. Um, and I think it's really important for that to happen. Uh, probably the same thing with GPU. Honestly, I really can't see the specs changing much for the PlayStation 5, uh, changing much, much in difference to the PlayStation 5. Um, I really think that this is going to be the year where the consoles have to have some pretty unique features. Like, some really, really unique features to help them, to help them stand out in the crowd now. So, things like, um, you know, like the multiple game hold. That's going to be really important. Uh, I also think things like, uh, like, like the game, of course, game sharing. Uh, but now cross-play is starting to kind of happen now with a lot of titles. So I would like to see that. You know, what are you guys doing for that? What, what, what's their plan for it? So I want to see something more involving with that, possibly. Um, what, what else can I can I add to that? <laughs> Game sharing, man. It's you know a lot of people kind of scoff at it, but it's a big thing. A lot of people are, are into it. Um, but I, I want to see what PlayStation really has. I think the the last area, like the last like uh, unexplored territory, has really been. The concept of backwards compatibility. If I'm talking full deck, I want to stick a game that I have inside my system and just have it play. Whether it be Final Fantasy Original, but once again, I talked about it before, with the Final Fantasy Remake, you're not going to release just that one game on this system and then release the other two on the next gen and not expect people to not go back and, and play the first one. You know, you're getting a lot of crossover. So I feel like backwards compatibility will be a thing in the next console. But to what element, to what style, Microsoft already has a, like a limited t- technique to it. I'm going to say roughly 75% of the games that mattered on the Xbox 360 have made in the Xbox One, the first Xbox One, the original just Xbox. Those games have made it over to the Xbox One and the Series X, and they will continue on forever. So I wonder if Sony's going to do the same thing. Are they going to stay competitive in that element? Um... What will come over to the next PlayStation? And that, that's where we're at, you know? Microsoft has... Um, I, I don't know if Microsoft can continue with the trend of what Sony did, where Sony released the PlayStation 4 and then they released the Pro version. Uh, now, what's going to happen with VR, too? VR's got to kind of carry over, right? I kind of expect there to be some sort of backwards compatibility there. It's kind of It's kind of necessary at this point in time. If Sony wants to continue to evolve... And, you know, show off a lot of features. Because I guarantee you, if they show off a new a VR headset or, or something new with that, it's going to make a lot of the PlayStation fans kind of question, uh, some of the Sparta ones, uh, question what, like, where their lines are drawn. Um, which also, I, I'm thinking longevity here as well when it comes to sales. Let's say the PlayStation 5 has very similar specs to it. You know, what are we going to see price-wise? It's probably going to be around the same. It's going to be about $600, I'm I'm feeling. Both sides, if the specs are the same. But 
I'm expecting Sony to maybe cut $100 off just to stay competitive by that little margin. Um, that's just something I can see happening. Um, it, it's just it, it's kind of a no-brainer when you want to kind of win the market, especially with someone like me who's on the fence. $100 will be a difference for me. $100 is a video game, plus some extra stuff. So that's going to make me choose who I want to go with. Now, I've talked in the past how Microsoft is not doing a full change, but these features are really standing out. And that's the thing. The features are really standing out, making me consider a Series X, even though I have a One X already. So Microsoft's doing a good job, I feel. If it's making me go, huh, maybe I'm making the wrong decision here, or maybe I'm, I'm scared to make the wrong decision, Microsoft, uh, not Microsoft, but these things will work itself out, and that's, that's something I believe in. That's something that's a possibility. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's what I think so far. And that's what I'm thinking. We'll see what happens, though. Um, now, right now, I'm not at home. I have to make a stop before I go home. But that's it for me, guys. What are you expecting from the PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X? By the way, the controller is bitching looking. It's the same controller. Added buttons, added features, which is absolutely necessary to live in the modern days of, of console gaming. But you know what? I also like the whole idea that what Microsoft's doing. If it's not broke, don't fix it. Plain and simple. I really like that whole concept. Uh, anyway, I gotta go, guys. I will see you tomorrow. We'll talk a little bit more about this, maybe. There's there's some aspects. It's The day is still young. I got out of work fairly early today. So the day's still young. Let's see where it brings us. All right? I'll talk to you guys later. Have a good day.